0: Welcome to Rama for Today. And the whole multitude sought to touch him. The whole multitude. You think of a multitude, you think of a multitude, don't you? <laughs> you think of a big crowd, don't you? The whole multitude sought to touch him. For there went virtue. King James said virtue. There's that same word again. There went dynamon. You know, the Greek word, and you understand the New Testament is written in Greek. It wasn't written in English, you know like somebody said a lady down here actually in southeast Oklahoma when they came out with some of the other translations and she said well now if the King James translation is good enough for the Apostle Paul it's good enough for me <laughs> bless her heart you know she she, she didn't know well
1: welcome to Rama for today Kenneth E. Hagin continues his teaching on the healing anointing volume one find out more next on Rama for today radio also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message.
0: Let's examine carefully then something about the anointing, because he is and was ministering with that anointing. Well, let's look then, for instance, into uh, the gospel according to St. Mark, first of all. We looked at these, but we're going over them again. Repeat some of the main things we said and then get to some areas that we did not cover as yet. Here in Mark's gospel is a clear, concise picture of ministering with the anointing and how it works. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood, this is 25th verse, the 5th chapter of Mark, certain woman which had an issue of blood, 12 years. And had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out. King James said virtue. Well, he's not anointed with virtue. He's anointed with with power. Most other translations read that way. Even the margin of some King James will read. Knowing in himself that power had gone out of him. The Greek word here is dynamo. D-Y-N-A-M-I-N. It's translated power all through the New Testament knowing in himself that power had gone out of him. Well, we know that's what it was because Acts 10, 38 said, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Amen. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So then, power had gone out of him, turned him about in the press, and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest a multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touch me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Now here Jesus is ministering to an individual, and the power flowed out to her. Matthew and Luke also tell the same story about the woman with the issue of blood. However, Mark goes into more detail about it. Now, actually, out of the individual, now notice I said individual, personal cases of healing. You know, we're going to talk about some a, a crowd, a multitude later on here in just a moment. But in the four Gospels, and we've studied that, we went through these four Gospels and took the personal testimonies. Now, you see, you have to listen the way I say that. I said, took the personal testimonies of the individuals healed under the ministry of Jesus. There may be another uh, isolated case or two where it tells about the Bible, tells about an individual, just you know, passes it off in a word or two or verse or two and said they were healed, but there's no personal testimony to it. See, there's a personal testimony to this. This tells you about the woman, how long she had the disease, how that she had suffered many things and many physicians, how that the doctors had given up on her case. She is worse instead of better. How she heard of Jesus and see all see there's, there's a testimony to it. Just a verse or two that says that somebody got healed, you know, the, you know, you don't even know about them. see. So, there are 19 personal testimonies. See, of individuals. Out of the 19, this is the only one that talks about, I'm sure it happened at other time, but this is the only one that talks about something flowing out of Jesus into them power or virtue. Yet, on the other, in some other cases, I'm sure that it is inferred. Even though it doesn't say so. Because it, it, it does talk about him touching people. Like the two blind men, then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, so be it done unto you. And so on. However, there are some instances in the scriptures, recordings, about a multitude or a crowd that sought to touch him. For instance, in Matthew's Gospel, the 14th chapter. Matthew's Gospel, the 14th chapter. The 34th verse, 35th verse, and 36th verses. Matthew 14. And when they were gone over, they came unto the land of Genesaret. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all that country round about, and brought unto him all that were diseased. And besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment, and as many as touched were made perfectly whole. Now you see here it doesn't say anything about power flowing. And yet, when you understand what the other scripture said, you understand that must have been what happened here. Amen. Now then, notice again, in in Luke's gospel, there is another reference. In the sixth chapter, we were right there at the fourth chapter of Luke a moment ago. Look again into the sixth chapter of Luke's gospel. And we'll start reading with the 17th verse and read through the 19th verse. And he came down with them and stood in the plain and the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits and they were healed. Now that's a sort of an odd statement, isn't it? That they that were vexed with unclean spirits and they were healed. They that were vexed with unclean spirits and they were healed. You'd think that it was said, they that were vexed with unclean spirits and they were cast out, but it said they were healed. Did you notice that? And they were healed. Amen. Uh, that's another subject. I'll get into it perhaps later, but just go on. And the whole multitude sought to touch him. The whole multitude. You think of a multitude, you think of a multitude, don't you? <laughs> you think of a big crowd, don't you? The whole multitude sought to touch him for there went virtue. King James said virtue. There's that same word again. There went dynamon. You know, the Greek word, and you understand the New Testament is written in Greek. It wasn't written in English, you know. Sort of like somebody said, a lady down here actually in southeast Oklahoma when they came out with some of the other translations and she said, well, now if the King James translation is good enough for the Apostle Paul, it's good enough for me. <laughs> Bless her heart. You know, she, she, she didn't know. Well, the New Testament wasn't written in King James translation. <laughs> it was originally written, written in Greek. And, and, and the word that's translated virtue here is the word in the Greek dynam, D-Y-N-A-M-I-N. That's where in the English we get our word dynamite from. There went dynamite out of him. (laughs) Power, you see, out of him. And healed uh, them all. Hallelujah. Now then, you see, this scripture then talks about a multitude. See, the one scripture about the one, this, your blood just talks about the one. But you see then the anointing, the healing anointing works for the one or it works for the crowd. Hallelujah. Works for the multitude. Now, in, in studying about the anointing, we we find, we've discovered this, that the healing power of God, the healing anointing, is a tangible substance. It is a heavenly materiality. I don't know any other way you could describe it. Because, you see, you know, the word tangible means perceptible to the touch. It means capable of being touched. Then this anointing must be tangible. This healing anointing. I mean, uh, those in the ministry know, know something about getting anointing to teach or to preach. And, and that anointing to preach and to teach is tangible. Because after all, it's the same spirit. But it's a different type of anointing, you see. And you feel that anointing. I'll tell you, sometime before I've gone to the pulpit, the anointing on me was as so strong. seemed like I just nearly jumping and jerking. And then again, sometimes on the inside of you, it's, it'll work in different ways. Sometimes on the inside of you. Now, I'm not scared. Man, I've been preaching too long to get scared. <laughs> but it's almost, you see, in your spirit, right down the pit of your stomach, you see, it's almost like you're scared. Like you're afraid, you know. You ever get suddenly afraid, you know? Right in here, there's that, there's butterflies in your stomach, you see. Well, now, see, there's a vast difference. See, that anointing sometimes is that way, you know, because you're just, you're just vibrating with it, praise God. It's tangible to you because you feel it. Then as you preach it and it goes out to you, the words goes out freighted with the Holy Ghost, impregnated with the power of God, and others feel it. Amen. Those words laden with the Spirit. Amen.
1: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. But right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The classic slimline book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Praying to Get Results A single CD from Kenneth Hagan: The Son of Righteousness Has Risen And his book entitled Expect Craig Hagan's single CD Just Believe And lastly Two single CDs by Denise Burns Being Transparent with God in Prayer And Whose Voice Are You Listening To All these resources Are for the special price of $20.95 That's $13.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126. Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join our special guest hosts, Craig Hagen and Denise Hagen-Burns. We have lights on.
0: Yes, Christmas is just right around the corner. And on Wednesday, November 21st, uh, we have our lights on ceremony. It's a great time. If you live in the Tulsa, Broken Arrow area or around, come on out beginning about 6 p.m. and the lights will be turned on by 6.30. And
1: if you don't know, we actually have two million Christmas lights it's o- o- over the Christmas season. And so if you live in Tulsa, Oklahoma City, I mean, Tulsa area here in Oklahoma or anywhere nearby, you know, you need to come by. In fact, the lights will be on from the 21st all the way through January the 1st, every evening, wonderful time. In fact, if you download the Rama USA app, there's going to be some coupons there for concessions, and you can save money on concessions as well. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on the Healing Anointing Volume 1. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org for the Healing Anointing Volume 2. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.